Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, let's try this one again. This is round two. Uh, the internet just shut off for some reason. Uh, but man, so glad to be with you guys today. And man, here's what I got to say. I love doing this podcast. I freaking love it. And probably one of my favorite things is always going to be the NFL draft. But scouting reports, man, going through, watching film, diagnosing tendencies, um, players that teams try to hide and try to exploit and try to take advantage of and things like that. I just absolutely love it. And so it's kind of fun jumping into the old coaching shoes that I took off a long time ago. And just diving into the X's and O's, you know, you kind of remove your bias for a little while. Obviously, everything's very pro 49ers. But whenever you jump into the film and you're watching teams that you might not know as much about and you see like a number 50 something run across the screen, you're just like, man, I don't know who the hell that guy is. And so then you go down this rabbit hole of where he went to college. Man, I'm curious where it, where he's from in high school. And you find out, oh, man, this guy played in Texas. It, I love it. I absolutely love it. So what we're going to do today, and shout out to the Countdown crew as always, especially for those that made it back uh, for the second try. Uh, Thank you guys again. Really do appreciate it. We're going to dive in. This is going to be a long episode, much longer than what we used to do in the past because I'm just too damn excited. Uh, I've got a lot of clips I want to show you, but what we're going to be doing is just breaking down half of the game, just half of the game. Uh, I love seeing all the Countdown crew. Man, I love it. That's awesome. Love the energy. Bring it, guys. Um, but the whole idea is this, we're going to focus on the 49ers offense versus the Cardinals defense. That's the whole plan today. 
Um, again, lots of press conference clips. Uh, we've got, you know, a lot of injury updates from the coaches, air quality stuff, which we have to talk about now because it's 2020 and good Lord, uh, this is just kind of where we are. So as we go through this, just understand it. Any questions that you guys have, we'll try to get to those after the fact. So try to tag me, whether no matter where you're listening to this, and uh, we'll jump in it. And again, we're focusing, going to try to focus as much as possible on the 49ers offense versus um, the Cardinals defense. And tomorrow or the next day's episode, it's probably going to take me another two days to get the next one out. Um that's what we'll, we'll flip it. We'll just flip it and focus entirely on the other side. So um, that's what we got today. And here's the history of this matchup. And it is bleak, which is crazy because the 49ers do have the upper hand over the Cardinals. Uh, 31 to 26 is the overall record. However, recent history has not been kind. Obviously, the 49ers won the last two meetings in 2019 on our roll to the Super Bowl. But they lost their previous eight. For some reason, the Cardinals have just always played against the 49ers well. And I think a big reason why is the Cardinals don't really have a rival at all. Um, so the 49ers are kind of seen as that. Now, if you ask a 49ers fan like who your rival is, Cardinals don't even enter into the equation. Um, but it, it's just one of those things. Uh, the Cardinals are kind of displaced. They don't really fit anywhere. And so here they are. Um, so, you know, and hopefully the trend starts the other way. You know, we've won two in a row now. And obviously, we are favored considerably. It's about a seven-point spread currently. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But let's go over some injury updates because there's some good and there's some bad. Uh, <laughs> let's just be really, really honest there. So Wednesdays and Thursday practices. Now we're to the point where NFL teams have to disclose who practices and who doesn't and at what capacity so limited and all that kind of stuff so wednesday's practice yesterday's and we're recording this thursday right before about an hour before kickoff of the kansas city chiefs game and the houston texans which i didn't want you to go through all that pregame stuff with them so i wanted to jump on at this time uh just to you know prime the pumps and get us going you can only handle so much chiefs talk before your heart hurts uh, just what it is just call it like it is so wednesday we missed both of our starting wide receivers. Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel did not practice. Um, and Jason Verrett did not practice either. Now, the good news is we did get two players back. Ben Garland, who, you know, he practiced in a limited capacity on Wednesday. That's great news because the center is probably the number one question mark for the 49ers moving into 2020. You've got to have a, a center there. And we're struggling. And then probably the best news of all, Fred Warner comes off of the COVID reserve, which is just great. And so we get a real quick explanation from the coach uh, just on what's going on with that. So let's hear uh, the exciting news delivered from the coach himself on Fred Warner being back. Yeah, Fred's back. He's good to go. Um, I can't talk about too much of his week away, but... I mean, Fred's been as reliable of a player that we've had. Um, it's great to get him back today. We were obviously pretty nervous about that. Um, but he's good to go, and we're very grateful he's going to be here. Um, the rest of the guys that practice, um, Ayuk and Debo, likely not to practice today. Small chance, but um, I'd be surprised if they're out there. Um, Verrett is out, and Garland should be limited today. So, and then you hear it there, and so that's great news. You get linebacker one back, and this is a huge week. Uh, just because, again, you're playing against one of the teams that spreads the ball out as much as possible, and we'll deal with that um, on the next episode. But also, 
You cannot, you know, you got to take the fact that, guess what? Not only did we get Fred Warner back, but then you jump forward today. Okay, now we go to Thursday today, which they just wrapped up practice and just wrapped up press conferences. And Debo and Rhett still don't practice, which means Debo's probably not playing um, week one. And that's okay. Nobody assumed that he was. The goal was you hope for the best, but the best didn't really, really happen. So, yeah, but Ayuk did practice and he was beyond he was he was in between limited and full participant okay from all the beat writers reports he was out there doing a whole bunch of stuff but he wasn't getting all you know we the first team reps on every single situation so my assumption is early on and I doubt we'll get more information but I really do think that he's going to be playing a very limited snap uh count in this first week you look back at 2019 week 1 and you see what happened with Debo and how they kind of just filtered him in. That's what you should expect. Um, you know, odds are probably the first uh, snap out there. It's going to be Kendrick Bourne and Dante Pettis at your wide receiver. And you just move Kendrick Bourne in and you kind of tell him, look, these are going to be your 10 to 15 plays. Um, we'll give you five plays in the first quarter. We'll see how you feel. And then after that, maybe we can give you more in the second quarter and second half and things like that. So that's kind of going to be what it's going to be. Um, but great news because Ayuk is on course to play. Will he be a focal point of the offense? No, but we don't need him to be with the dominant running game that the 49ers have. That's huge as well. Um, now, we also got a little bit more updates, and I really like this clip a lot. This is from D4. You know, if you join any 49ers Twitter conversation, YouTube comments, which I'm sure it's going on right now, uh, every third comment about D Ford is, man, when can we cut him? When can we cut him? When can we cut? Well, he restructured his deal, uh, you know, creating nine and a half million dollars cap. We talked about that last episode. That's huge. But he goes on. And here's the thing that everybody has to understand. D Ford is one of the top three or four most important pieces on this defense. One of the top three or four. If it may be top two, um, just to be honest with you. I, the value that he has, and we saw it last year, whenever he's on the field, great things happen. So the question was asked, man, D Ford, you missed some time with your calf. What's going on with that? Here's D Ford. Um, the calf feels uh, fine. Uh, it's just one of those things when you're going consecutive days in training camp. Um, is When you're dealing with, with a calf, you, you don't want to risk it getting to that Achilles tendon. So... Uh, at the end of the day, we had to jump on it because our goal, and especially my goal, um, and it, which is the team's goal, is to be there 16 games plus postseason. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not gonna uh, wave on that at all. So we just had to get that right, and really, uh, um, as far as my, really the totality of my body it, for me was to. It gave me a little bit of time to focus on that too. Anytime you get an injury, it gives you time to let the rest of your body catch up too. So that's how we had to look at it. And it, that that's the thing. It, can you imagine what this defense will look like if D Ford plays all 16 games? If he plays them all, watch out. Because what we saw in 2019, the defense will be better if D Ford plays 16 games. Now, is that going to happen? Who knows? Uh, he's had a lot of injuries and whatnot, but he's healthy now. And so I freaking love that. And having a healthy D Ford against Kyler Murray, guess what? We haven't seen that. We haven't seen that yet. And so he, he was out. He was limited or out for both of those matchups in week nine and 11. So it, this is new. 
And so perhaps he can kind of equalize the Kyler Murray running threat. And we'll talk a little bit about that next episode. But I think that's huge. Now, if we look at the Arizona Cardinals side, uh, they haven't turned in their practice report yet for today's practice. So I don't know what their Thursday uh, participation is. I think they're practicing here in an hour or two because they practice indoors. Um and not under an orange sky like the 49ers do. But anyway, uh, their main injury concern is Joshua Jones, who was their third-round pick this year, offensive tackle from Houston, who I was really, really high on. I really like that kid. But he's kind of buried on the depth chart anyway. He hasn't been able to practice very much. So I don't, even though I think he will play, um, Kelvin Beecham is going to be their right tackle. So that's... Right there, your ears should perk up, right? <laughs> because Kevin Beecham, Kelvin Beecham is not a starting quality right tackle. And one of the biggest concerns with the Cardinals, who are the all-hype team of 2020, uh, the Cleveland Browns were last year, how that worked out for them. Now it's the Cardinals, who I do think have improved their roster, but you do not win in the NFL if you do not have a good offensive line or a good defensive line. And I believe the Cardinals rank in the bottom five in both of those categories. Uh, yeah, skill position players, awesome. Uh, cornerback safety tandem, awesome. And they go and address that even more with the draft, but that's great. I don't think you win from the outside in. I think you win from the inside out. In the 49ers, you know, you look at the first round picks on the offensive defensive line. That is what translates. So anyway, all that being said, they don't have as many injuries that we have to starting players. Uh, they kind of have their starters that are good to go. Um, a couple of their players got some vet days, but man, I love this matchup for our defensive line. Um, the neutralizing threat is going to be Kyler Murray just dancing around, uh, you know, his five foot two self. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I'm like 5'11, so I don't think I'm that much taller than him, but that's okay. Uh, now, let's go through just a couple things. And we're going to do this for every single team the 49ers play against. And if this is your first time with us, I do want to say thank you. Please uh, hit subscribe wherever you're listening to because we want you with us for the whole journey. And remember, after the game, after the game is over and Kyle Shanahan's press conference is over, we immediately, we're going live. So get ready because as soon as that thing ends, within five minutes, 49ers Rush Podcast will go live after every single 49ers game, and uh, we'll just break it down and we'll put through the highs and the lows, okay? Uh, we will be doing that. Now, what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about the strengths um, of the defense for the Cardinals. Uh, again, kind of getting to know your enemy, who to watch out for, and then the weaknesses and who the 49ers are going to be able to exploit. Okay, now the opposing defense here, the thing, their strength, their number one strength, Chandler Jones, that guy, he could have won defensive player of the year last year. He had 19 sacks, 19 sacks any year is incredible. Now, you know, Stephon Gilmore goes out and balls out and unanimous, you know, defensive player of the year. You don't have any problems with that, but he's a hell of a player. Chandler Jones is uh, Buda Baker, the highest paid safety and you know George Kittle just got through talking about Buda Baker at length and talked about how when Kittle signed his contract Buda Baker was one of the first people to reach out to him and congratulate him um you know you talk about these two different guys that are these alpha mentalities and whenever and it shows up on the field yeah obviously you had the amazing play where Kittle shoved him into the ground and went and scored the touchdown and all that stuff that was amazing but what people forget when you know I went back and watched the film Buda Baker had two pass deflections on Kittle in that game right before that. So you love the tug of war. Oh, I freaking love it, man. Um, 
whenever you're playing video games or whatever, it's always fun to win 77 to 0. There's no doubt about that. But whenever I look back at the 2019 season, uh, I don't really remember the NFC Championship. I don't really remember destroying the Vikings too much. Those games were just a blur. I remember the Saints game. I remember Seattle Week 17. I want battle. Now, obviously, I don't want all close games because my heart's not going to take it. I drink too much beer and I eat too much cheese. But the idea is this. You want best on best. That's what separates the NFL from every other league. In baseball, you know who's going to win almost 90% of the time. Same thing with basketball. It's always the same people. NFL is parity. NFL is balance. Again, we're talking about the Cardinals who are not one of the top-tier teams. Well, guess what? They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games against the 49ers. So for the people that are like, oh, man, we're just going to bulldoze these guys and wipe them up. Maybe. But that's not the right way to go into the NFL because any given Sunday, things can happen. Now, back to some of the things that their defense does good. Chandler Jones, Buda Baker for sure. Patrick Peterson, who, you know, he's kind of stepped back. Um, some of Jimmy Garoppolo's best passes last year were against Patrick Peterson, you know, Emmanuel Mosley, but uh, Emmanuel Sanders, but he's gone now. Uh, another great thing that they do is they do not give up rushing touchdowns. Okay, they were top 10 um, in stopping rushing touchdowns. Uh, oh, sorry, they were top five. Um, they only give up nine rushing touchdowns on the entire year. And so whenever you look at the 49ers, strengths, weaknesses, whatever, they struggle in the red zone. They can score really, really well from 20 yards out. Once they get in the red zone, then it struggles big time because they're a big play, explosive play, a lot of misdirection. It's hard to do that in the, the red zone whenever it gets really, really crowded. So that's going to be one of those keys that we have to look at. Now, let's be honest. <laughs> Is the Cardinals defense good? Hell no, it's not. It really, really isn't. It's hard to find any metrics. And again, the 2019 team and the 2020 team are different i get it personnel has been added uh they got a top 10 draft choice that they added on the defensive side as well uh they go out and sign dre kirkpatrick to start opposite um of patrick peterson so yeah they made some adjustments i get it but they're still not there and a lot of that has to do with their upfront they just don't really have anything so you look through the weaknesses and rankings and statistical categories and trends and all that stuff, and it's just bottom, 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 bottom. So, for example, let's just run through some of these. Uh, they rank in the bottom seven of almost every single statistical category. They allowed the most yards in the NFL, um, all 32 teams, the most first downs in the NFL. They just couldn't get off the field um, consistently. They just couldn't do it. They were terrible at third downs, second most passing yards and second most passing touchdowns allowed. Uh, just to put this into perspective, Jimmy Garoppolo played him twice. He had eight touchdown passes against the Cardinals last year. So Jimmy G's licking his chops. Uh, now the sad thing is he's going to be without his number one and number two wide receiver options. But he's got some tight ends, man. Uh, you know, not to the point where we're talking predictions yet, but you know, spoiler alert, it's going to have a lot of Kittle. <laughs> so that's what it is. Um, you know, fourth most points allowed and seventh most rush yards allowed. Uh, and that's on the season. So this is a very porous defense that you can move the ball on very, very well. They do get pretty stingy in the goal line, as we talked about, especially when it comes to running the ball. You can beat them through the air. Uh, again, you go back, uh, Kittle was out of the game, right? He only played the first quarter. That was his huge thing. He broke his ankle or whatever else, tried to play through it, then he left. Roz Dwelly goes off on him. 
Uh, it, you know, had a two-touchdown game, had one of the touchdowns called back. They're very susceptible to the tight end. Now, they addressed that with Isaiah Simmons, and I see some of the comments right now. We're going to talk about some of those things. Um, now, the pass defense, here's the deal. Strong safety play and Patrick Peterson. That's kind of who they are. Outside of that, there's nothing there. Um, it's not very, I don't know. It's not a strength of the team. I think that their secondary would rank below average whenever you look at it the whole. They do have a couple all-star players that we talked about. But what are they going to do differently? <laughs> they didn't really change coaching staffs. They didn't really change scheme. They didn't really address a lot more needs. They just added a average veteran player to take the, the place of Byron Murphy, who was a terrible corner that they spent a first-round pick on. So... Things aren't good. Now, if you step back and you look at the natural landscape, the spread right now is seven points. So if you're one of our betting people, which hopefully you are, I'm telling you to wait because where the money's coming in on several different sites and some people I talk to, that money is going to be moved. That spread's going to move. It's going to drop. So right now the 49ers are minus seven. That's going to drop to minus six and a half to minus six. I, I guarantee you because the money is pouring in on the opposite side. So wait if you're trying to throw in on the spread. Uh, just wait just a little bit. Now the over-under is 47 and a half points on the game total. And if you are a betting fan, oh man, have we got something for you. Here's our sponsors, baby. My bookie. Love these guys. Winning seasons return at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning seasons means survivor, super contests, squares, you name it, they have it at my bookie. And here's the deal. Whenever you're hitting on all of your parlays with your feet up on the couch, enjoying watching the 49ers win, of course, you get to trounce your rivals, brag about it, and make money. And that's what my bookie brings to us. And I love these guys. They've supported us for a long time. Uh, really do appreciate all they do. So here's the deal. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet, head over there. They've got live betting on championship futures. You want to put money down on if the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl, if they're going to win the NFC West, uh, how far they're going to go in the playoffs. All of those things and more are available at mybookie.ag. So it's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash, and again, use promo code 49ers and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today at mybookie.ag love it and we're going to have our bet of the week for the 49ers game on our next episode but you guys still have an hour and 10 minutes okay depending on when you're listening to this you can still go get free money at my bookie because they have a plus 54 for the Kansas City Chiefs game tonight. Uh, the Chiefs have to lose by over 55 points for you not to get paid. It's a $50 max bet. So basically, again, you win like 45 bucks for free. Head over there to my bookie, use the promo code, all that stuff. 54 points. Uh, it's free money. Good Lord. Uh, please head over there and do that. Now, let's talk a little bit of tendencies and scheme. Now, the weird thing is the Cardinals didn't know who they were. You know, you bring in Cliff's King, Cliff Kingsbury, who has never had success anywhere. Um, he didn't win in college. Uh, he didn't win whenever he, you know, went to the NFL uh, for a brief time, then went back. He just hasn't won. What he wants to do is the air raid offense, which hasn't translated yet, but it's getting there. Um, their offense isn't really the issue. 
But he wanted to do all this 10 personnel stuff. And we'll talk a little bit about this next week. And it translates to the defense as well. He didn't have the personnel for it. He didn't have that many wide receivers that he could trust. And his quarterback kept getting hit. Quarterbacks got sacked the most in the NFL last year, 48 times to be exact. And so he had to adjust and bring in the tight end. And he had to he had to do whatever he could to max protect because it just wasn't working. Well, they go trade for DeAndre Hopkins and all those things. And so they're constantly trying their hardest to steer the boat to get to the point where they can run the scheme that he feels he's, you know, got him this head coaching opportunity. Defensively, they're not there. And defensively, they don't know what they're doing half the time either. It's almost like they're throwing darts at a dartboard. Uh, because, you know, you play the 49ers twice in two weeks, weeks nine and week 11, right? Uh, last year in 2019. And they changed what they do. Uh, traditionally, just a traditional 3-4. They do like to move their safeties, and they love having a safety in the box, especially against the 49ers, which kind of creates an eight-man box front. And that's a big reason why the 49ers did so much empty, where they would motion out, have Jimmy Garoppolo back there with no help, and he would just do a quick pass. Just quick, because he knew it was very, very easy to tell what type of coverages they were into. Uh, they just couldn't disguise things very well because they had so many weaknesses. And they knew that if they couldn't stop the run, the game was going to be over. So curious to see what their game plan is going to be uh, this Sunday. But here's the thing. Um, you know, you look at what they were able to add in the draft. They go get Isaiah Simmons, one of my favorite players in the draft. Uh, safety slash linebacker slash nickel corner slash everything that you want out of Clemson, who's just a freak athlete. Um, now, he's listed on the depth chart as a backup inside linebacker. Now, I can tell you this. He's not a starter, but he's going to be in there playing pretty damn quick. Okay, he drafted this guy to address George Kittle. Uh, it's Buda Baker, and it's Isaiah Simmons versus George Kittle. That's the matchup to watch, okay? I'm going to give you all the matchups that you got to watch. There's three that I'm uh, really, really big on. Well, two on offense, and then one on special teams, too. Uh, you, you guys know if I'm doing scout reports, you know I'm watching some special teams. Uh, I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyway, having said that, Buda Baker's still the highest-paid safety. Um, George Kittle even said, you know, uh, not only did Buddha call him, but he returned the favor. Once Buddha signed, he called him to congratulate him as well. So you love the healthy respect and just the back and forth between these two, you know, top of their game, top of their position players. Now, uh, what I wanted to do is allow the defensive coordinator, Robert Sala, to talk about Isaiah Simmons and just kind of what he brings to the table because obviously – uh, you know the 49ers scouted this guy. And so it was pretty telling whenever he started talking about Isaiah Simmons, just how good he is. So here's Robert Sala. Isaiah is a, uh, a tremendously gifted athlete. Uh, he's long. He's fast. He's got quick feet. Um, he's, he's dynamic in the sense that he can play multiple positions for you. He can play safety. He can come down and play linebacker. Uh, he's got great cover skills. Um, you know, uh, it's uh, it'll be a tremendous challenge for – uh, not only him, but Kittle, if, if he gets matched up on him. But um, he, he is a gifted individual. It's uh, and him getting his first first shot at it. It's it, it'll, it'll be fun to watch, you know. But uh, we we liked him coming out. Thought he was one of the better players, obviously, and uh, deservedly got drafted in the first round there. So he's he's dynamic. It'll be interesting to see the way they use him in that scheme. So yeah, and I think their scheme and kind of what they're wanting to do. The goal is to stop Kittle man to man. They want to put Buddha 
and they want to put Isaiah Simmons on Kittle man-to-man and allow them to kind of focus on the run game with everybody else. Yeah, that's pretty. That's easier said than done. Now they're going after this with an all-pro um, you know, safety and then a number eight pick. Who It's his very first game. And I, I'm going to play a clip where Kittle talks about him in a little bit. But this gives the opportunity huge. I'll take Kittle one-on-one versus anybody. I don't care who they are. Uh, the mentality factor just plays such a huge role for me. And because they're going to be doing a lot of man-on-man, and they're going to be rotating back and forth, Jordan Hicks will probably get a couple spots in there as well. Um, awesome run-stuffing linebacker um, out of Texas. He's a hell of a player. He just can't stay healthy. But it's week one, so he's healthy now. Now, when the reason why they play so much man is because they do like to blitz. They really, really do. Three, four teams like to disguise all those things. Chandler Jones is going to be coming almost all the time. And then they want to bring an extra guy, right? They don't like just bringing four. They want to bring five, especially on third downs. And if you look at week nine, the first time that the 49ers and Cardinals played last year, they blitz 16 times, 16 times, which is a lot <laughs> from NFL standards. The average is about 13 to 14, so it's over the average. The second time they played, week 11, they decided we're not going to let Jimmy Garoppolo beat us. We're going to blitz him even more. So they doubled down and blitzed 27 times, almost twice the league average. And guess what? He threw four touchdowns in both matches. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of you know damned if you do, damned if you don't. How are you going to stop this offense? Um, But they have kind of made known, we're going to man up your best guys, and we're going to put Patrick Peterson on your best wide receiver. We're going to put Buda and Simmons on your best tight end, and then we're going to try to stop the run. So if they can shut down Kittle, which nobody's been able to really do yet, then they've got, they have a game plan that could work theoretically. And so, you know, that kind of helps us understand what our key matchups are. And, you know, I can't talk about this matchup enough because this is the most important matchup of the whole damn game. Um, And I think both of them, the top two, take place on this side of the field where it's going to be Kittle versus your safety, uh, Buddha and Simmons. And then it's going to be, I don't want to go into the next one yet. I want to get too excited. So I'm going to hold that off. I'm going to let Kittle now give his uh, kind of frame of reference and his idea on Simmons. Here's George Kittle. Um, I mean, Clemson was really good for like his entire career. So, I mean, I got to watch him in all those primetime games. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. Um, he's a freak. Of, he's a freaky athlete. Um, was he like 6'4", 220 plus, and he runs a 4'4", faster. Uh, that's a sounds like a pretty damn good football player, and so um, you know he makes plays all the time, all over the field. They line him up at every single position. He can play every position. I um, mean, he he does everything that you want a football player to do, and so I mean, I'm just excited to be able to go out and compete with him. Um, I mean, I think he's going to go out there. He's going to do a great job, and you know, my job is to do a great job as well. So it's going to be a fun battle, and we'll just see what happens. Man, there is nothing better that could have happened. For George Kittle to go off. There's nothing better, right? He just signed this huge contract. He doesn't have to worry about anything. He's at the top of the game. He's finally receiving accolades from everybody. And then what question does he get before the game? What do you think about this uh, Isaiah Simmons guy? Who everybody's talking about. He was drafted to stop you. Guess what? The first game of this kid's career? And he's not even started? He's going to come off the bench? And stop George Kittle and listen to the words. This is a quote. It's going to be a fun battle, right? 
Kittle's not giving away anything. He's not saying, oh, yeah, I've already done it. He's got to prove it. No, no, no. He said the kid's great, but it's going to be a fun battle. It's not about winning to play. It's not really even about winning a game. It's about a battle of me versus you, and that's everything that Kittle is. And he fin- he finished that whole question with, let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's just wait and see. Oh, man. Yeah, I get you pumped up, man. Uh, just two freaking Titans. And I get that he's a rookie, but he comes with all the accolades that you could possibly have from the positions that he plays, inside linebacker or safety. So, man, it's it's just it's going to be good. I, I know I'm just talking about Kittle nonstop. I'll take a little break. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about some other players, and then we'll come back in a second. And the second main matchup is this. Chandler Jones, 19 sacks last year. Guess who he gets to go against? None other than Silverback himself. And I really do think that this is kind of our the number one key to the game. Right, obviously Kittle. If you can isolate Trent Williams, who guess what? You traded a third round pick and a fifth round pick for to stop one of the best defenders in the entire freaking thing. That's amazing. So Trent Williams, we're gonna find out right out of the gate. Now, does that mean I think Chandler Jones is not gonna get a sack or pressure? No. There's nobody in the NFL that's gonna stop this guy for an entire game. You're talking 70 plays. So if Trent Williams goes 69 plays, nice, uh, over Chandler, but Chandler gets that one, that's still a success. So they're good players too, but I really want to see, because the litmus test is not going to be greater than this. This is the toughest matchup he's going to have all year. Uh, He gets to go against him twice, which is nice. But there's not a better edge player. There's not. You could say Nick Bosa, that's fine. He gets to practice against him. Uh, You could talk about TJ Watt, that's fine. You could do that. Miles Garrett, whatever. None of them are better. Than Chandler Jones. None of them are better. They might be on the same wavelength, but they're not better. And that's why, here we go, baby, next sponsor, our rising player of the week brought to you by Blue Chew is Trent Williams, silverback himself, baby. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Guys, do you remember back when you were always ready to go? Well, guess what? Now you can increase your performance and your confidence in the bedroom. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And so here's the deal. Because it's in chewable form, you can take it whenever. Empty stomach, late at night, whenever, and it acts faster. So Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office and wait in line at the pharmacy. All it does is ship right to your door in a very discreet package. There's no more awkwardness or anything. So just head over to BlueChew.com. And here's the thing. Because they support our podcast, we have a special offer. If you use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, you get your first shipment for free to try it out. Um, All you have to do is cover the $5 for shipping, and it'll come right to your door. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code 49ers, to try it for free. Now, I will say this as well. The best way to support this podcast is by supporting our our sponsors. And I do want to say thank you to Blue Chew for always supporting this podcast. We've had a long relationship with them, and it helps us put out more content. So I do want to say thank you. And again, if you want to support the podcast, uh, this is a great way to do that. Again, BlueChew.com, promo code 49ers. Thank you so much for the support again. All right, before we jump into our predictions, I got to talk a little special teams. I wasn't sure where to fit them in, uh, but we're, we're talking about them right now. Uh, kind of my third big key matchup, and it involves a 49ers great, Andy Lee. Oh, my gosh. 
the uh, flip the field position guy himself versus Richie James. Uh, th- this is huge for the 49ers because... The- Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get a pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The punt return spot has been a huge question mark throughout training camp. We weren't sure how soon Richie James would be back, but he's back. Um, so that's another thing to pay attention to is whenever the 49ers defense does shut down Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, what happens on the punt team? Because that's huge. Uh, you got to get good field position, shrink the field down. That's going to be key. So pay attention to that little special teams uh, matchup right there, which I'm really, really excited about. Now let's move on to our predictions. And before we get to our predictions, I got to ask this a lot today. What are the chances the game gets canceled because of air quality? Okay, it's awful. As you know, you look outside, it's freaking orange if you live in California. I'm all the way down in Pasadena, and it's pretty orange down here as well. So the air quality seems to be okay. I know it looks really, really, really bad. And Kyle Shanahan even talked about this a little bit. But for it to be canceled, the air quality index has to be above 200. Okay, To put that into perspective, the high point today in Santa Clara was 101. Now it's down. I looked right before this podcast. I think it was at like 86. So it's kind of rescinding, which is great. Now, San Francisco was at 160 today at the high point, so they're much closer, but the game's played in Santa Clara, so that's nice. So it does seem like that's not going to be a factor. This game's happening, people. Okay, Just understand the game's going to happen. There's, <laughs> It's happening. Um, now, one thing I haven't talked about this whole entire time is the running backs, um, which is crazy. Uh, you know, if you look at our running backs... Obviously, you know, Raheem Mostert is going to get his first start of his NFL career on Sunday, and he deserves it, especially for what he did through the playoffs. Um, he was just incredible. Now, what? who's going to be the guy? Because the 49ers, it's kind of been a process where people are just falling off the shelves. There's so many injuries at the running back position. Now everybody and their mom's healthy, okay? Jarek McKinnon is healthy. And so just to put that into perspective, I think that's kind of huge. So do not expect, do not expect 
Raheem Mostert to go out there and get 15-plus carries. That's not what this offense is. And Kyle Shanahan, and everybody's talked about, even Raheem Mostert talked about, oh, no, we're all going to get a play, and we don't care who's in at what time. But believe you me, um, you're going to get to see Jarek McKinnon. You're going to get to see Tevin Coleman. You're going to get to see Raheem Mostert, obviously. And you can't forget Jeff Wilson Jr., who he might be one of the healthy and active scratches, but I don't think so. Remember, he was the one that scored the game-winning touchdown against the Cardinals just last year. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff is a healthy scratch this week just because everybody else is healthy. That probably won't be the case uh, once we get to weeks three and four, once you know the running backs start taking a toll and just the beating that they take in this game. But don't look for one person to dominate. I, I wouldn't be surprised if no running back gets more than nine touches. I really wouldn't. Uh, just spread it around. You got Jarrett coming in on third downs. Alternate series probably is what Kyle will do with Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert. Um, that's probably the formula that he is going to use. Now, interior defensive line, their defensive line is not that great. Jordan Phillips is a good player. There's no doubt about it. Um, but this is not one of the tough defensive lines that you're going to face. So it doesn't really matter who's at center. I, I really don't think that it does. I think that this week doesn't. Now, weeks two, three, and four, that changes completely. Uh, this week, you're not really going against any top-tier talent, but uh, just off the top of my head, you've got Quinnen Williams, you've got Leonard Williams, you've got Fletcher Cox the next three weeks. So that center position better get <laughs> corrected. You better write that ship quick because it's going to get uh, pretty intense. Um, now, here's the deal. Kittle's going to get his looks. Kittle's going to get a lot of looks. I really do think that he's going to have eight-plus targets, especially with Debo probably out, with Brandon Ayuk partially in. I just think they're going to target the hell out of, out of Kittle. Why not? You signed him to a deal. All this focus has been on him. The press conference, you talk about Buda Baker, best versus best. Go get this guy the ball. Go get him the ball. Target the hell out of him. And another thing, too. Not just Kittle. He's not going to be the only tight end that gets targeted. Jordan Reed is going to play a very key role. So if they're going to man up and we're in a two tight end set and they're going to walk Buda Baker down right over George Kittle, well, guess what? Who the hell are you going to have garden Jordan Reed, who's been great in his very short time with the 49ers in their training camp? So the tight end position will be used. Yeah, we don't have the wide receivers that we're used to having. We get it. The tight ends are going to have so much work. It's going to be, uh, you know, I've got eight plus targets, 80 yards, and two touchdowns to the tight end position. Now, Kittle's going to get almost all of that. But I'm not going to be shocked if Jordan Reed has three catches in this game. He might only have 10 snaps, but they're going to be on pass plays, and they're going to be on third downs. So, uh, you know, I've got the tight end position being very, very key for some big plays. Now, let's look at, okay, again, let's put the enemy skin on. What do the Cardinals have to do to win this game? And again, we're just focusing on this side of the ball still. Jimmy Garoppolo's got to be sacked three plus times, okay? That's one, and it's not or. Three plus sacks on Jimmy Garoppolo, and they have to be plus one in the turnover ratio. They can't tie. That's what this team has to do to get to that victory against a team that's so superior depth-wise, in the trenches-wise. Yeah, they're going to have some flashy plays. There's no doubt about it. You can't stop DeAndre Hopkins, okay? He's going to have splashy plays. 
Um, and again, I, I don't want to flip too much to the other side, but for them to stop us, you got to hit Jimmy Garoppolo and you've got to have a plus one turnover ratio. If they don't do those two things, I, I just don't see a way they can win. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, now, the final score prediction and all that stuff will be on our next episode where we break down the other side of the ball. But, um, and here's the deal. Let's jump into questions now. Let's see what we got. I love uh, all the support. Man, we got a lot of people in here today. That is awesome. So I really, really do pre appreciate it. Um, and again, as always, whenever you have questions, just tag me in there and, uh, we'll jump in there and we'll try to do the best that we can. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Mike Honcho. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chapman doesn't get the love he deserves. It's a real crime. Hey, if you want to extend some love, here's, you know, I talked about this last week. We need you to rate and review the show on iTunes. And I, I want you to leave your personal story on how you became a 49ers fan. And we're going to share some of those on the air. So if you want to show some love, hit subscribe, hit that notification bell, go leave um, a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That's the best way. That is the best way. Uh, from Nick, what is your biggest concern versus the Cardinals this weekend? Yeah, I think the concern is just being ourselves. I don't think that they can beat us. I, I really, really don't. And, you know, we talk about Chandler Jones. I'm not really concerned. Uh, Trent Williams can handle Chandler Jones. I really do believe that. My concern is we crap the bed. That's it. I, I don't think that this is a team that can beat us. Um, it might be a little bit hyperbole, but I don't think that they can. I, I think that this is a team we have to lose this game. Um, so that's kind of what it is. Uh, let's see here from David. Do you believe Tony Oden um, was brought to teach our guys press coverage? Now, Oden's the new defensive backs coach. And the one thing that he does more than our his predecessor, he likes to blitz the safeties. He really, really does. Um, he likes to bring pressure big time. Now, we are terrible. Um, now, you asked about to bring press coverage. So we do press coverage. The 49ers do in the cover three kind of umbrella scheme, whatever you want to call it. There's so many damn names now. But they like to press at the line of scrimmage. Just think about Richard Churn, Manuel Mosley, and Akello do this the same way. But... What we don't do is press man. We do press coverage. It's a press kind of bell, deep thirds. Uh, we don't usually do press man. Um, only in deep concepts do we do that. So that would be one thing. That's, there's going to be some wrinkles there. There's no doubt about that. But we're just going to have to kind of wait and see. I do think that the number one thing that you know Odin's going to bring to our team is blitzing the safeties. And I want to see Jimmy Ward, Jaquaski Tart, and Marcel Harris, who's a hell of a blitzer, uh, get after it. So I think that's huge. Mike, what player concerns you the most week one? The one player, it's, it's that freaking quarterback, the little short dude. Um, if he gets outside the pocket, and again, I don't want to jump too much into that now, but... You've got to force them to run inside. You can't let them bounce outside and not get hit. You got to hit that guy. You got to hit that guy. Uh, that's number one. Uh, let's see here. Are you more more concerned about their pass rush or their linebackers? Um, their pass rush, one hundred percent. I do think that they have some good clean, um, clean and scrape linebackers and Jordan Hicks. I, I think that he's pretty solid. Especially Isaiah Simmons can play that role very very well. As but if we get our running backs one on one with their linebackers, we're going to be just fine. Their pass rush is scary just because of Chandler Jones. Buda Baker lights a blitz as well. Uh, he's all over the place. So I think that's kind of key there. Let's see here from Rock. How many snaps will Ken Law get, and how do you see him performing? I think half, right at half. Um, I don't think that you allow him to get more than 35 snaps. 
Uh, and I'm not going to be surprised if Kinlaw is not out there on the first defensive series. Just let him chill out. Um, you know, they're probably going to send Solomon Thomas out there. That's just my personal opinion. Um, now, I think that he should be out there on running plays. And then if, you know, your kind of NASCAR package where you have Eric Armstead needs a breather on third down, you can rotate him in on some third downs just to kind of see how it's going to go. But here's the thing, and again, I'm jumping forward. You, you, Rocky, get me excited, brother. <laughs> uh, the idea is this. The Cardinals' offense, it's successful when they can run the ball up the middle with a running back and get success. And they're one of the best. They average over five yards to carry as a team. They want to run the ball right up the middle where the 49ers are weak. Just go back to the game where Kenyon Drake went off against the 49ers, had 100-plus rushing yards against us in Week 11. You stop that play, the running back up the middle, then you focus on the zone read on the outside. That's huge. Um, and Kinlaw is going to be pivotal to stopping Drake up the middle. That's huge. They attack the backside A-gap. You've got the three and the one. They're going to run it straight at the A-gap. That's the zone read play. And so if he can kind of anchor that and allow, um, you know, don't allow that gap to widen on the zone read play, then after that, it's trickled down. Everything falls apart for the Cardinals. I, th I think that's huge. Vincent Vega, one of the best names ever. Um, any concerns on Isaiah Simmons covering Kittle? We talked about that one quite a bit. No, I, I don't have any concerns. I don't care if Michael Jordan became a football player and wanted to guard him. I don't care. Um, this is just what it is. I don't care who you put on George Kittle. It's Kittle's, uh, Kittle's the best. He's the best. That's all there is to it. So that's going to do it for us now. Again, if you haven't, go rate and review the show. Um, you've still got about 45 minutes to go get your free money. With my bookie on the 55-point spread. Are you kidding me for the Chiefs? Uh, go get that free money, man. Uh, that's yours. Go get it. You earned it. Uh, but other than that, that's going to do it for us. Really do appreciate it. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.